0: Welcome to this episode of Turkish TV Time. Today, we're going to be talking about season two, episode three of The Protector, which was wild. And we have some stuff to talk about for sure. I'm here with my lovely co-host, Sofia Nezgi, as always. And today, I'm actually drinking tea, which is kind of a miracle, but we're in this like nuclear winter of wildfire in the Pacific Northwest, so oh no. it's tea is necessary. What are you guys up to drinking?
1: Tea? Any tea? We're not in the middle of an environmental apocalypse here, or at least not directly, so I don't have any reason to drink tea. Yeah,
0: North America. Carolina is, like, very stable. Like, there's, like, some coastal stuff going on, but I feel like in the middle of the state, you're pretty safe from natural disasters. That's right. Not yes,
1: this is our official – are we getting any ad revenue from the state of North Carolina? Well, first?
0: I'm just saying, if you're thinking about where you're going to, like, climate yeah. flee to, or whatever yeah. that
1: term is called,
0: Central North Carolina is a good – a good guess. Yes. But yes. is in North
2: Carolina going to get flooded like all the coastal states?
1: Not, I mean, not probably where I'm living in my lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure everything will eventually be underwater at this rate. But
2: <laughs> Yeah, I'm 2,600 meters above sea level. So I think I'm safe.
1: Yeah, Bogota,
0: fine.
2: <laughs> You're safe from floods. Yeah, from ocean floods, but not from other floods. <laughs> Important. <laughs> what kind of other floods? Like river floods. Oh. Is there a river? <laughs> There's a lot of rivers. <laughs> More mostly like creeks and stuff, but yeah. What are you drinking? Hot chocolate. Oh, that's nice. It's re- really cold here. Like people it- usually think that Bogota is very warm because it's in the- <laughs> in a tropical country, but no, it's extremely no. cold. Spoiler alert, if you go, don't pack only tropical colding. (laughs) Do not pack shorts and flip-flops. It's happened. (laughs) There's so many people that I've met up with that are wearing open-toed shoes. Do not do it. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be that
1: person.
0: Okay, so now Sophia is going to take us through what happened in this episode once
2: she finishes chugging hot chocolate, which who can blame her? (laughs) Okay, so we start up the we ended up last episode with Hakan getting caught uh, by the police, and we start off with him in some sort of mental institution, which is weirdly very much outside. So he's just like pacing in this mental institution, writing like I'm the protector on the wall. Um, having this conversation with a doctor where he's like, "Well, I'm the protector, and the city's gonna get destroyed," and like saying all these things that make him sound like he's actually crazy. Oh um, yeah, which is closet cock on no survival instinct whatsoever. <laughs> um, then we go to the immortals who are growing, breeding a bunch of grasshoppers. Which we found out, of course, are what they're going to use to bring on the Black Plague again in Istanbul. And we see that Rüya is in on this. She's there with the rest of the Immortals and she's kind of saying like, okay, I understand your urgency and we need to do this. But at the same time, she's saying like, we're going to destroy the whole city overnight. Like, is that really what we want to do? And then again, they mention going home. So this is something that we're very curious about. Like, what does going home mean? for these immortals I'm still extremely curious oh and they also I'm not sure if it's a translation thing but they kind of imply that they brought on the the original black plague but that since the people of Istanbul still believed in medieval crazy stuff they thought that it was the wrath of god but actually it was just the immortals and their and Medgen is kind of angry that they couldn't take credit for it <laughs>
0: which classic psycho um, okay <laughs>
2: Which also, I guess, kind of debunks my, my religious thing, but we can talk about it later. No,
0: no, I feel like
2: there's more proof for it this episode. I have some thoughts. <laughs> awesome. So then we see, ha- see Leila with uh, Faisal, and Faisal shows her this infinity necklace, which I'm sure is going to have some sort of meaning eventually. And he says that Leila needs to go to the asylum and get some of Hakan's blood for Ruya because he knows that Ruya is ill, Apparently, I feel like Faisal knows more about what's going on with Ruya than we know because at this point, we've only seen her bleed from the nose, but he already knows that she's ill and she needs more protector blood, which they haven't really explained why, but anyway. So he tells Leila that she has to go and he asks Leila to tell him more about the plan. Leila implies that Ruya is in on the plan, which again, I don't know how Leila would have that information, but basically Faisal is like realizing that he's kind of alone in this. So then we go to the sister and Azra is like having a fight with Zainab, where she's telling her that she's terrible, that she thought she would be a good loyal one because her father was Kemal and he was a very good loyal one, etc. And she had like great expectations for her and she let her down. Basically says that she's a fallen loyal one because she let Hakan fight without the shirt on and a bunch of other accusations. And Zaynab says, you don't understand Hakon, like, clearly you're trying to force him to behave in a certain way that he's never going to behave in. And basically, Zaynab gets cast out, and she leaves. Obviously, super angrily. And she goes to the asylum, or to the mental institution. Um, Sorry, I don't know what's the right way to say it. I think both um, are fine. Okay. Yeah. And then... Ruya and Faisal are having a very scenic lunch with, like, Arya Sofia in the background. And they're having this whole conversation about, like, how Faisal is in love with her. And Ruya says, you know, like, we're both immortals. Like, there's no need for you to behave like a human, kind of. To which he says, like, you know, I'm an immortal, but I care about you and I care, like, about other stuff rather than just, like, destroying the city of Istanbul. And then Ruya gets super ill. She starts, like, bleeding from her nose, from her eye. And clearly, there's something wrong with her. And then, as Zeynep is in the in the mental institution, she runs into... Well, she's not let in because Hakan's there and he's a criminal, so they can't let anyone in. And she runs into Layla, is very angry because she actually said in the previous conversation with Azra that she was going to kill Layla, to which Azra said... You're jealous because you love Hakan, and you know that Hakan loves Layla, so that's why you hate Layla. And so they have this. She sees Layla, wants to like basically kill her again, much like Hakan won't let her speak. But this time, Layla screams and says, "I am an immortal," and stabs herself in the arm with a key to show Zeynep that she's an immortal as well, and that Faisal can control her brain. So the two of them go and try to find out. I don't remember how they got this piece of information that when the grasshoppers jump, they produce, like, small earthquakes. So they decide to go to, um, like, an earthquake observatory. I really did not understand this whole thing. It was so confusing. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I don't know, like, just, like, fun fact, I guess. Not fun. But Istanbul is, like, very prone to earthquakes. In fact, the Dome of Hagia Sophia, the first version, I think collapse completely from an earthquake but yeah basically that's like that's why Istanbul would have a a very sophisticated earthquake observatory so they go to this earthquake observatory with this old dude who basically tells them you know there's a weird seismic activity near the stadium so they're driving and then of course Layla gets mind controlled she tries to take over the car Zeynep like stops the car really harshly so Leila knocks herself out with the windshield with the what's the with the dashboard, dashboard. and so she gets knocked out so Zainab can keep driving and then she gets a call from Hakan. I'm sorry, this is not exactly chronological order from the episode because it cuts in and out from different storylines. But she gets a, a phone call from Hakan who, when when Faisal goes to see Hakan in the in the mental institution, um he like basically threatens to kill him but says like not going to kill you because I need your blood for Ruya who's very ill and I need the dagger because without the dagger your blood is useless and while they're having this conversation there's some sort of riot in the mental institution which allows so Faisal gets taken out like to protect him by some like people in the hospital and then Hakan oh wait I, I skipped a part but Hakan was trying to run away from the mental institution he like escaped through a bathroom window and then the security guards grabbed him. And because he had tried to run away, he gets strapped to a bed and sedated. And after that's when Faisal comes to see him, has this whole conversation with him about how he wants to kill him, but can't kill him because like his he needs his blood for Ruya and he can only get the blood with the dagger, which he does not have. So then there's the riot thing. And then the orderly... So Faisal gets taken out to like go to safety. And... The orderly that had previously seemed really nice takes Hakan out, unstraps him from the bed, and they get in an ambulance and start running away. And at that point, Hakan asks for his phone. He calls Layla, who's in the car, not Layla, sorry, Zainab, and she's in the car with Layla. And they're able to tell him to go to the stadium, and he's able to tell them that there's going to be like a giant attack and they're going to like basically exterminate the city that night at the national soccer game for like the Turkish national team is playing. So Hakan and this orderly arrive at the stadium and they see like this shady looking guy who I didn't even recognize, but is one of the immortals. Oh Khan, I always get the name wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Who's looking super shady. Um, So he goes into this like, do like door that says, do not enter. And Hakan runs behind him, but he doesn't have the dagger. And he's gonna run into a bunch of immortals. So Hakan, like, goes all the way around and ends up being, like, on the soccer pitch where he sees, like, a tiny grasshopper coming out. And he kills the grasshopper that he sees. But unfortunately, as we know, there's, like, thousands of these grasshoppers. So he eventually finds the room. And there's Piraye, there's Okan, there's Medigan and i don't know if there's any other immortals but i remember those three they're there with like their whole plan and they have this weird remote through which they're gonna activate the ducks or the vents to release all the grasshoppers and literally kill everyone because it's not only like the grasshopper jumping on you but like because also grasshoppers don't sting but i don't know um we have a lot to discuss about the grasshopper (laughs) it's not only the grasshoppers jumping on you but like also the air like they can contaminate the air and they got into like the air filter system so they can kill everyone that way apparently so he, he's able to go in find the room where these people are um. but he can't kill them because he doesn't have the dagger but then so Zainab and Layla arrive they meet up with the orderly who says that's where Hakan went and they go like they go after him they find the immortals Zeynep had conveniently stolen dagger from the cistern and Hakan is able to kill Okan and Pidaya and Madigan run away, which I think is very not immortally of them. And so they save the day and we see like the police and everything. And like everyone's wrapped in blankets, which I think is also like a very <laughs> police thing trope from TV. And, so hakan thanks this man this orderly who's been so kind and like has really gone out of his way to help him today and he says yeah of course i mean that's what i would do if my if some like if my brother was in danger or something and that's the end of the episode
0: Yes, right, so now we're going to move into the chatting, spilling the tea, banter portion <laughs> of our episode. I'm there
1: baby. Yep. Should we
0: should
2: we just jump right in with the crickets? Jump? <laughs> I think with everything. I don't know. I'm so like I have so many comments, so many. <laughs> so okay, stupid. so I
0: just did a little research. Crickets do not cause many earthquakes when they jump, according to Google. <laughs> in case anyone was wondering if that was true are you are you, call- are you calling
1: are you calling them crickets to like insult this whole plot line and Sorry, not dignify locusts. them with locust oak i was just i mean if you were i was gonna like not stop you i was just wondering <laughs> but, but they're not as big as like normal
2: they're not as big as an, a locust like locusts are like this big
1: locusts are not that big oh my god no? if you saw she's Sophie holding up her hands her-
0: like the size of the a soccer ball
1: yeah, <laughs> I don't know what kind of locust they got down there, but
0: <laughs> if I no, saw the one locusts of them... are bigger than the crickets in the tank for sure. Maybe there's different species.
2: No, locusts are really big because like, haven't you seen big. those horrible videos of like swarms of locusts? Yeah, but there's like a bajillion of them in those videos.
1: It's not like one. It's not like one giant one. Because what you were holding up was like the size of a swarm, Sophia. That that. <laughs> The size of the distance between your fingers. That was massive.
2: Didn't you guys watch the soccer World Cup in Brazil where James Rodriguez got a giant cricket on his shoulder? It was definitely that size at least.
0: Okay, locust size according to (laughs) nationalgeographic.com are half an inch to three inches.
1: Yeah, so not the foot that Sophie was showing. (laughs) Fine.
0: (laughs) Size relative to a paperclip. Here's an image you can see there we go thank you very helpful okay so those no could be can those are <laughs> locusts in the tank maybe i'll tweet it you should. <laughs> tweet the image for your enjoyment yes. so okay they don't cause earthquakes they're also not hermaphrodites so there's no way that a single locust could actually breed and populate
2: but my theory is that they bred it with other kinds of crickets like modern day like
0: modern ones and then how did they implant the black death in it? Or was that already there?
2: I think that was in the original cricket. And then when they bred it with other crickets, yeah. it spread to all the crickets. Yeah, and <laughs> in their dumb world where
1: grasshoppers are viable vectors for a virus, which isn't even a virus, it's a bacterium. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. But I don't just, I
0: just know that,
2: but like... It what? killed that the dude up? in
0: like two seconds.
2: That yeah, close-up on the goes. guy's neck. Like, I couldn't look because it was too gross. But, like, <laughs> I didn't even understand what that was about.
0: Yeah, I, I think they're really stretching things here. I was confused when they were talking about how they were going to kill 15 million people in 24 hours. Because I was like, I thought the point of locusts is that they, they just kill all the crops.
2: But I didn't yeah. realize
0: they'd hybridized some sort of biting death locusts murder locusts murder locusts <laughs> They're here folks.
1: <laughs> but they seem bad. I wouldn't want them flying around. Yeah. It's just um, I don't know. There's just like if you, if you made like like we were saying last episode fleas, how genius would that be with all those cats and dogs on the streets? Like then for real people would get jumped on and bitten by like extra hungry fleas. Right. But, but the problem is that
0: They want to kill all the cats. (laughs) That's part of their plan. No cats Uh, may be left in Istanbul. So if the cats were the vector, they would survive. And that's not cool for them.
1: Well, it's not cool for whom? The immortals. The
0: Pirae was, like, gloating about how they were going to murder all the cats and the seals.
2: Not cool. Not cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm very confused about Ruya's, like, position with the immortals and slash her illness and how like I'm I'm, I don't understand how she actually feels about Faisal because we talked about it last episode how we felt that she was only with him for like for convenience Mm -hmm. but like now she went against him overtly kind of not to his face but like he finds out eventually anyway so I'm just like very confused about her and about her illness like what happened with that illness that they haven't told us about? Like, wh- how does Faisal know that she's really ill? Or does he just know because, like, that's not meant to happen to immortals? So if it's happening to her, it's really bad. I don't know.
0: Yeah, it seems like it's just if, if anything is going on in your immortal body, it's not good. Their relationship is so weird. I don't get it at all. It's like when Democrats and Republicans are a couple, like, I don't get it. <laughs> like, she's like, like Kimberly
1: Guilfoyle and Gavin
0: Newsom. Exactly. Newson. That's oh, exactly. Ew. <laughs>
1: that's <laughs> traumatizing, um, learning about that. Oh, my God.
0: Or uh, Kellyanne Conway and her husband.
1: So we, weird. Yeah. He's a
0: libertarian, isn't he? Yeah, yeah but he's a never-Trumper. But yeah. anyway, How off topic. Dog. Yeah, Also. <laughs> <laughs> Faisal. So Ruya wants to kill everybody, but insists that she loves Faisal. And Faisal kind of just wants to live the life of a rich man in Istanbul, but Literally. is obsessed with Ruya. Is because he doesn't want to getting. destroy
2: the city. He even no. says, "Like I don't. I want to live here with you." And then she's like, "I want to go home." And he's like, "Fine. Maybe we should go home." When she's like dying on a in a bed.
0: Yeah, like- and I think home is.
1: Constantinople. Ooh. Is or like in past, another... Or like, they like, restore it to Byzantineness.
0: Exactly, like the re-Christianization <laughs> of Istanbul is their home.
2: What have but you they... got, Has gotten that suggests they're Christian <laughs> or anything? Yeah, it, it, I was gonna say they sound super atheist when Mergen is like, oh you yeah, when those people believe the stupid... demons. Shit. <laughs> About i'm trying to keep sophia's people. theory alive oh okay <laughs> <laughs> no i i like the theory but like i'm very confused as to what the immortals like actually stand for i like whereas the protector has a very clear thing that he stands for like he stands for the city and like what it represents and whatever like these people just want to kill the protect like they don't have a real yeah they seem to just just want want to kill the
0: city everything like but they don't seem that they don't seem to be like oh my god humans are the worst let's kill them all it's more just like we have a job to do gotta
1: put in our eight hours then we can punch out and go home but like do you guys think i was thinking about this watching this episode do you guys think that wherever they came from their whatever their ruler their employer is like Oh, these dumbasses have been there for like more than a thousand years and they haven't done shit or yes. are they like oh well they've only been gone five minutes like maybe their concept of time is like a thousand earth years is <laughs> two seconds <laughs> and it's really nbd or do you think they're like these fail these morons like bring them back and send someone else like i would if, <laughs> if if time weren't the same as on earth and wherever you know they're from i would have replaced them already so i don't know Yeah, true. Yeah. On
0: there. Given the amount of whining they do about going home, I feel like they've been gone a long time, but uh, yeah, who knows? Could be like you get a million years to destroy Istanbul and then the next person well, gets to-
2: Also, you have like people that have a clear advantage over everyone, like over the people fighting against them. So like in theory, they could just very easily like kill the protector and all of their descendants. And it shouldn't be a hard job for seven people who live... Who can't right? be killed?
1: Yeah, agreed. But that
2: always happens to villains. They, in theory, have an advantage, but that advantage never works. <laughs> yeah.
1: Damn. Like I feel like stories. that's the
2: conceit of like any villain versus hero story ever. Yeah. Also, we've talked about Azra as well, but I just oh. hated how she <laughs> gaslit Zainab. <Zaynep>. Like, really?
0: <laughs> She's just the worst. Straight up, the worst what is she doing like she's literally just sitting there she banished zaynep from her own sister and like that's Zaynep's i was gonna house. say
2: how how can she do that i don't know or is that like like loyal one territory
0: i don't know and she's calling people fallen ones for like the smallest infractions she has a team that's dwindled down to like three people i'm pretty sure well, no, it's she just only has john and jaylon Sorry. At this point.
2: Literally. And John is, like, not as useful as he thinks, and Jalon is not as useful,
0: because she's a <laughs> child. Yeah, it's very confusing. Azra is, like, really dumb. I wish she was showing us some more grit. And she she
2: wears heels like there's no way she can fight.
0: I don't know. She's too busy leading
2: intelligently. Oh, wait. No. She's not. <laughs>
0: she's stupid.
2: Also, what did you guys think? Well, I mean, Ezgi obviously already knew, but, like, what do you guys think about that orderly? Like, what I, I was like, who are who is this guy? Why are they focusing on him? Is he really dumb? And like, uh, Hakon's gonna like <laughs> trade t- take his clothes and just like pretend to be him or something? I was, I was like, convinced I he was he a
0: loyal him. one, and then. When he was, like, fighting, I was like, oh, yeah, he's a loyal one. I couldn't believe that Hakan just took his story at face value. Of, like, oh, yeah, you were so convincing when you were raving <laughs> strapped to a bed in a mental hospital. I was really convinced about your story. <laughs> like, how
1: dumb can you be, Hakan? He is exceptional.
2: <laughs> what the fuck, Hakan? Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was... i I don't know i thought i also thought he might be a loyal one but i wasn't sure maybe i was like maybe this is just like a good samaritan but that also seemed very unlikely maybe i'm as naive as as (laughs) Uh, but i also wanted to talk um, about
0: his fight in the when they're getting out of the mental hospital because he uh killed some dudes Like, he straight up cracked a guy's neck. Like, you could hear the crack. So, I'm not sure if that's... He cracked one guy's leg. Oh, he cracked a guy's leg? I saw the leg.
2: I didn't see the neck.
0: I'm pretty sure he straight up murdered a guy, which doesn't seem very chill.
2: Oh, God. I don't think he can be chill because he was, like, secretly dead and then not dead. It's
0: true. I'm so excited, though. He's, like, really hot. I'm glad to have him in the show.
1: See, like for a Turkish viewer, uh, you know, a, a connoisseur, if you will, of soap operas, um, <laughs> this is a not a—that's to, to call myself that, but I am. He's—he's um, yeah. he's, he's a pretty—he's a pretty well-known actor, so like you know, he's going to be an important character when he rolls uh, up.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm That's really excited. He's part of the but- show. I feel like we needed another teammate, and John and Jalon and Ozra are really not Definitely. cutting it right now.
2: Definitely. I was definitely thinking that when they introduced him, I was like, "Clearly, this was the time." Um, but if he's Hakon's brother, and we know that he had like an older—it was older twins—I can't remember um, older twins. Wouldn't that yeah. make older. him the protector? Yeah. Like what
1: happened? Maybe he'd do that a case? better
0: fucking job.
1: Not a high <laughs> bar. A high bar was not.
0: <laughs> I mean, no one even has the shirt right now, so he definitely could be.
2: Oh my god, that shirt is probably like in that decaying house that Faisal kept for Ruya that Ruya hates.
1: (laughs) That that might have been the saddest scene in the whole show. That that, was the like like, the opposite of
0: the extreme home makeover, like panning (laughs) when they drop their jaws and they're like, oh my god, it's amazing. It's the opposite. (laughs)
1: <laughs> this is the house that my kid got sick and I lost my job and my dog died. <laughs> <laughs> they
0: really need Bobby Burke to go in there and fix
1: it up. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, the, the Fab Five bit. could do great things for the Sinister Seven Immortals. <laughs> <laughs> get oh them god, definitely. That would be, be a terrible definitely. crossover. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so also when- I- oh, go for it, Sophia.
2: No, 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 go, go ahead.
0: I was going to say when Faisal and Ria were having like lunch in that really pretty restaurant overlooking the Hagia Sophia, did you guys notice the color of the wine? And I'm yes. using air quotes around the yes. word wine.
1: What is wrong with their beverages? It was straight up
0: pink lemonade colored. <laughs> it was not wine. Yeah. It was crazy. Like the props department really, really fucked up that, that one. <laughs>
2: i was gonna say i'm i was talking about props that necklace that infinity necklace that was really two questions is that like some sort of mind control for ruya b also it's extremely tacky for ruya who's extremely classy Mm -hmm. and c like i don't know I'm, i'm like convinced that it has some sort of like is it a talismanic necklace like can immortals do like magic and stuff and enchant objects
0: that's really interesting because the last necklace that Faisal gave was the talismanic necklace hmm. ring stone thing to Layla. So it just, it's it was so weird and random. And so like, yeah, like airport, Gift
1: store quality. <laughs> 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 Sammy, I'm gonna get you an infinity necklace. <laughs> <laughs> Next year, just oh, so we God. can be basic. Yeah, yeah, like forever friends. It looks like it came podcast. from Claire's. If that still exists. <laughs> oh God, it does. And still then just, and they have them in Walmart's. I can. T- <laughs>
2: there's one near my house. <laughs> in the back, it can say the like the coordinates for a stumble and then you can be super, oh. super basic.
1: Wow. And so Sophia's gonna get cricket earrings. Hell yeah. <laughs>
0: Watch <laughs> out for Turkish TV time swag coming soon.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice is hideous and so nobody wants. Order now. <laughs> oh my god. Another
0: comment um, on the mental hospital. Why doesn't Haakon have a toilet in his cell? It's literally a jail cell. Agreed. That was bizarre.
1: I didn't even notice that Uster-
0: there's well because so many, he had to like, go to
2: the, go to the bathroom and that's how right, he escaped. Right, Yeah, yeah. Good point. There's so many issues with like mentally ill patients like they I don't know. I they mean also it, it just like, makes cackle, more like, sense like randomly
1: for no reason. Like I don't think that's how it works.
2: <laughs> cackling guy. Well, yeah. they were like, also like fun. weirdly wandering around the premises where Zainab and Layla could walk around, so it's like an open yeah. garden somehow. That was weird.
1: Yeah, I don't think that's how those are like structured and layout. <laughs> I don't know.
2: And there's there was another weird part where um I don't know the orderly's name. I don't know if they say it. But whatever orderly like turns on the siren for the ambulance and he's basically like turning up the volume of the radio. I was like that's definitely not how you turn on a siren oh. in an ambulance. <laughs> 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 that was very Very weird. Also, I was super convinced that Megan was going to be the first one to go, because I hate him. And he's the most annoying. But then, obviously, Hipster, who has said three words, was going to be the one who was going to die. Yeah, definitely. But, like, how out of character was it for Pirae, who's, like, this very bold and, like, aggressive person who just kills anyone, to run away when the immortal arrives?
0: That was weird. And also, like, Getting ahead of ourselves a little bit, but that mm-hmm. whole fight scene, like the first time that Faisal and Haakon fought when he had his shirt on, it was clear that they had like super strength from the way that they shot it. And then all of a sudden yeah. Hawkon doesn't have his shirt on, but they're equally matched when he's fighting the immortals. That was so mm. bizarre.
2: That's a good point. Like Zaynep almost
0: died because one like tossed her over his shoulder. True. And now she can like hold her own against Piraye please that is a very good point over the break over the season break they took some lessons
2: (laughs) or like they magically enhanced their bodies
0: yeah they've been doing like uh what's that jesus p90x thing
1: jesus (laughs) oh (laughs) you're thinking of paul ryan yeah yeah
2: yeah (laughs) it was paul ryan
1: not not important. <laughs> <Not> really <important.
2: laughs> <laughs>
1: doesn't okay. really doesn't matter. No, he was he was a uh, vice president nominee for vice president. Oh, in oh, he was the election. speaker of the house. Yeah, that guy. Uh, yeah, Wisconsin workouts, hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> workouts, hair.
1: Oh, and spineless. he was like, okay, enough of I. I, I okay. <laughs> yeah,
0: moving on. Moving on. Um. I'm really glad Layla finally told someone weird that it's Zeynep who's like been her mortal enemy from the beginning, but <laughs> I'm into a girl squad if that's what this is gonna be,
2: yeah, yeah, totally totally, and i I like it like they finally you know kind of stopped that whole love triangle, obviously, it's just gonna make the love triangle worse in the future, but still for now, at least it's like okay, let's chill let's remember that there's a greater good at stake
0: yeah yeah I like them all working together that was nice it's a great solution that zainab can just like knock Layla the fuck out anytime Faisal <laughs> tries to get in her head like yeah eventually she'll have CTE or whatever but she'll be fine well she's immortal so they
2: can't get CTE yeah there you go but yeah I was gonna say that zainab is the only person who knows how to handle someone who's mind controlled yeah she doesn't give a shit it's awesome also there, there's a fourth immortal right in that room that we haven't seen before there's a
1: fourth immortal wasn't it just um pirae Margen, and okan dead yeah <laughs> if
2: anyone forgot no, i'm pretty sure i'm i'm pretty sure that there was a fourth immortal let me just check real quick because I... obviously i might be wrong but I am hundred percent sure that there was a fourth immortal <laughs> in that it would weird ha- room. It this would have is
0: to a be- classic Eski Sophia fact check showdown. It
1: would have to be Ria or um or what's his face by Saul because the because Curly's dead and then number seven hasn't been seen yet at all.
2: True, that's very true actually.
1: But I don't know, or was it just that I didn't recognize Okan without glasses? probably you're like oh he's another (laughs) non-person
2: ew ew i just saw his eye like his dead eyes again (laughs) ew 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 ew, ew. why we haven't talked about that or maybe we have but that's the like dead eyes the eyes go black it's super gross yeah
0: that was creepy i'm glad we're one down now back to yeah so we only have seven to go
1: no we had seven we're down we were down to curly and okan and then we have five now plus Layla. right Right. okay so six yeah
0: okay we can do that that's uh, doable (laughs) well ruya's like
2: on her deathbed oh yeah
0: hopefully that she stays on her deathbed (laughs) So now we're gonna move on to our history section where today we're gonna to talk about soccer because our main showdown today happened at a soccer stadium. So take it away, Sophia, talking about soccer in Turkey.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm a pretty big soccer fan, but mostly like national team soccer fan. But I enjoyed talking about soccer. So just to give you guys a little bit of background, there's three main teams in Istanbul. Um, I don't know if there's any others, but these are like the three best and mo- most well-known teams. They all started kind of around the beginning of the 20th century, so like 1903, 1910 around, and they're Fenerbahce, Galatasaray, and Besiktas. So each of these have a, a different origin. So. Karatasaray and Besiktas are located in the European side and Fenerbahce is located on the Asian side. And just as a, I guess, fun fact slash not fun fact, I'm, I think Erdogan roots for uh, Fenerbahce even though he's not from Istanbul, he's from Rize and I think he also roots for the team from Rize, but I'm not sure. But anyway, these teams are, are like consistently some of the best teams in, in Turkey um, they've been, like, the only teams that haven't descended into, like, the second division of Turkish soccer. And they each have their, their stadium. We, before the taping, speculated that the stadium that we see in the show is probably the stadium for Galatasaray, um, which is called the Türk, Türk Telecom Stadium. And that stadium is located on the European side a bit further and so I'm just going to start with a little bit of the history of, of Galatasaray, or I'm actually just going to tell you some, some stuff about the history of soccer. So these teams were, as I mentioned, founded at, at the start of the 20th century. And during this time, there were some limitations to kind of associations and, and these sorts of activities. So they, like most of them, I think, started kind of illegally, like the government couldn't know that they were operating. And then finally, there was a decree passed in the first years of the of the 20th century where it was allowed for you know these sorts of associations and sports associations to exist, and um, these teams actually were forced by law to become registered so they could become official teams. And these teams also something that's interesting is that they like had a bunch of different sports teams like it wasn't only soccer. Some of them had like boxing and wrestling and other sports also that trained in the same kind of facilities. And so just to kind of start with the Galatasaray team, the Galatasaray team is named after the Galatasaray school, which is located in Bayolu in um, Karakoy, as as we talked about Karakoy in a previous episode, which used to be the kind of i guess italian or genoese colony within I mean, it's
1: it's on Istanbul. Istanbul. street i would say it's kind of just in Taksim, because Kod- Kod- okay. i would kind of imagine it's down the hill okay but i don't know
2: yeah just it like on what i searched it said it was in category but i'm i'm i mean i'm sure you know more than what i searched up sorry that sounded sarcastic but it wasn't i promise um i'm
1: I'm done with your snubs sophia get out of here (laughs) i'm sorry
2: (laughs) but anyway it's located in galata and that's why it's called galatasaray because it's the galata castle kind of um and today well there's this building it's a very old building it's a school that was built in in 1481 if i'm not wrong yeah 1481 it has this whole like kind of story about this man who asked the sultan for a school in this in the area And so the Sultan kind of just picked a spot in Galata where the school is located now. And it was built at that time, obviously the school is very old. So it's gotten through a lot of different stages where at first it was kind of a school that where the education would range from six to 14 years for different people. Then it went to be a medical school. And today it's a French school. It's the French school in in Istanbul. And actually like it's, People and children go to study there frequently. I mean, still. So it's it, that's how the the team got its name. It's um, also a soccer team where there's a Colombian player <laughs> called Falcao who's like the top scorer in the Colombian national soccer team. And then we have so Besiktas is, as I mentioned, another another team that's also located on the European side. The stadium that they had was built like right at the start of World War II, but it ha- they had to stop the construction. That was the original stadium that was called Inonu Stadium um, after one of kind of the founders of the modern Turkish Republic, which was uh, Ismet Inonu, who was like, I guess Ezgi, of course, please correct me if I'm saying anything crazy. Um, but he, he was the prime minister when Atatürk was the president of, of Turkey, of modern Turkey. And he actually, again, then came to power after, I think, the first coup in 1960, um, when they, like, switch parties and stuff. And Besiktas is, I mean, I think it's the best location for the stadium because it's right, like, almost on the water, right by Dolmabahce Palace, which was one of the, like, more recent, I guess, palaces of the sultans. And it was where Ataturk actually died and, and I think it was the, his residence when he was president. And then we have Fenner which is located in the, um, Asia, on the Asian side and they also have a pretty old stadium. I think it was I think it's the oldest of the stadiums. It was built in 1903 or around that date and it's been renovated several times. and their name means light, like lighthouse Garden or Garden of the lighthouse or something like that. But basically, it has lo- lighthouse and garden in yeah. its name. <laughs> True. But yeah, I think I think it's interesting to t- touch upon soccer because it's it's still like an important part of of Turkish culture and and uh, I think the national team won the European Cup, might have been like two thousand nine or something. But I I think Turkish uh like soccer is a, an important part of the culture and a lot of the cities have their own soccer team and there's like a, a very intense um, league that goes on like throughout the year. Um, but I thought it was like a cool opportunity to talk about something that's historical but kind of different to what we usually talk about on the podcast. Awesome. Thank you, Sophia, for doing all that research.
1: Do we think we'll ever talk about sports again?
2: Who knows? Maybe. Unluck about Turkish wrestling. Oh,
1: (laughs) yeah. Oh, yeah. Olive oil wrestling. That could be its own segment for sure. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. Okay, good.
0: (laughs) Um, I did want to say I found the capacity for the Turk Telecom Stadium that we think they were talking about, and it is fifty-three thousand people. They said they were going to kill eighty thousand people, which seems about right. Probably given how many people like squeeze into those. Uh, standing <laughs> sections, but hmm, maybe maybe a little far fetched. Not sure. We did go to a game there, and it was really fun. But yeah, the crowd is wild.
2: <laughs> yeah, and we even went to like a very like chill game. Like the stadium wasn't full or anything.
1: Wasn't it with like a team from Cars? It was like the most random. Yeah, I don't, like, don't or, remember or, what it was, but yeah. Or Malati, it was like some you know central turkey or eastern turkey like smaller province like their team super random so a little bit of a tamer crowd than if one of the other uh two teams were playing so in new york
0: when the two new york teams uh play each other they call it a subway series they have the
1: same thing (laughs) in Istanbul. oh They don't call it that. They usually call it a Derby. So, I mean, kind of like a Derby. Like, it has its own special, like, word for when, like, the local teams are up against each other. Uh, They're definitely – they definitely have more – they definitely get more attention, and people kind of devote the day to that. Um, (laughs) I think it's – I mean, diehard fans will always devote the entire day whenever there's a game, but even more casual fans will stop stop and – you know, devote their time to that. Especially especially now, I feel like because Lig, uh, the the main league in Turkey, took a break during COVID and now, surprise, mm-hmm. COVID, I guess, doesn't exist in Turkey anymore or nobody cares. Second option is more likely. So,
2: <laughs> <laughs> people are going everywhere. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God, that's crazy. But, yeah, I think it's interesting, like, I don't know if, if people, like, people in the U.S. don't really find themselves so as interested in soccer I feel like well now more and more but when you go to other countries and see like how crazy like here when Colombia won like we did really well in the Brazil World Cup and like people went out on the street like people were killed it was just insane like people really lose their minds over soccer <laughs> like it's not a joke I um, feel like
0: so many people play soccer here when they're growing up I, it has to become more and more popular as time goes on
2: That's what I think is super unusual. Like, it's a very easy sport to play. Like, people know the rules. It's not like football where you need a class to literally understand what's going on. (laughs) Like, I don't see
0: how a high school no, I think soccer football is, because there's it's so much is just as, confusing as football, to know. To be honest. Like, the off no, thing is so confusing. I've had it explained to you That is me the only times, confusing thing. And yeah, I still yeah. don't understand it. I don't,
1: I don't understand how American football is scored. I don't know what all those people are doing. Outside. Yeah. Like, I know literally nothing about this it. the
0: best I, sport I, except for really? the concussion thing.
1: Love football. I didn't know you, Stop.
0: Didn't know you football. Yeah. I spent this Sunday watching, like, nine hours of football. <laughs> Granted,
1: it's COVID oh, times and I can't god. go outside, but. my god, I'm don't. revoking your infinity necklace. She said so getting that and the cricket earrings.
2: So oh I'm god. god. <laughs> <laughs> don't get the
0: biting cricket
1: earrings. No. Those are extra. Oh, my god.
2: But that's. Sammy, I can't believe that. Like, also, I still don't understand how a high school plays because you need so many players to play football, A. B, like, how do they even understand the game? Like how do they even plan for the strategy? That like, it's too complicated. It's not that complicated. It's impossible. The, the games only have the only thing that in soccer, on them, I mean there's yeah. so many people. And the, the the timer stops like every 2 seconds yeah. so the game is actually like 4 times as long as it's meant to be. That's so true, bad. but why in soccer
0: schools? Does no one fucking know what the time is, except for the refs on the field? That's sketchy as hell. We have technology now. It's
2: on the screen. It's on the screen. No, but it always it's goes always over. It's on the screen. But like when the three screen or four says minutes. zero, the
0: game doesn't end. I mean, but it's it's at, at
2: most eight minutes. <laughs> eight minutes? That's crazy. Sammy, a football <laughs> game lasts four times what it's meant yeah. to last on paper. <laughs> I mean (laughs) you can't say anything
1: A bunch of lawless Walls of meat running into each other
2: (laughs) Oh god (laughs) Yeah and people Get really badly injured like in soccer They don't
1: Yeah
0: they just lie crying on the ground Because some guy tapped them on the shoulder (laughs) Well yeah Because it's
2: Neymar you're talking about the most Terrible You're talking about one
1: specifically
2: Yeah
1: (laughs) Indeed.
0: All right. So now that we've um, established a feud that will go on for centuries. (laughs) Much like the Immortals. We're going to move
2: on to, to our the
0: what protector. the fuck section. Oh my god.
2: We have some material here today. For sure. I, I think the first what the fuck and the most important what the fuck is the the first scene where Hakan is like, you need to let me out, whatever, like, I'm the Immortal, they're going to destroy the city. I mean, the not the Immortal, the Protector. <laughs> like, it, if you're being like, held at a like mental institution and you need to seem sane to get released why would you say that why wouldn't you just pretend to like have had like a psychotic break or something I don't know like he seemed like
0: one million times as crazy as Yasin like he was so (laughs)
1: crazy (laughs) oh what happened with Yasin where has he been Uh, they probably arrested him after his yeah I don't know breakdown why is he, he just like was a plot yeah? Device. They could have been roommates. <laughs> <laughs> Very weird.
0: I have uh, what the fuck, Azra, for banishing Zeynep from her own cistern when she's Ugh. the only one who does anything around there. Um, you're stupid, and we hate you.
2: I hate her so much. Me too. Yeah.
0: What the fuck, Hakon, for trusting this rando person who believed your crazy ass story out of nowhere and also knows how to, like, fight (laughs) off four security guards single-handed? That was weird. Stupid. What the fuck, Hakon, for spinning in Faisal's face? That's just rude. That's just uncalled for. It's disgusting.
1: <laughs> don't do it. Immortal or not, let's all be civilized. Right, right.
0: And also, what if there's, like, some magical property of your spit that we don't know about, you know? Yeah, maybe no this is going to
1: grow, like, more brains to <laughs> plot the end of the world with. Although I can't imagine, never mind, I take that back. I can't imagine anything Hakan doing producing more intelligence. No, 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 no. He doesn't carry that gene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: And then my last one is what the fuck with the wine at the lunch. That was just so bizarre. It wasn't white, it wasn't rose, it wasn't yeah. red, it was straight up like high C or like
1: Aid yeah. punch. Flash and fruit <laughs> punch. <laughs> oh
2: my god, I didn't want. I didn't you, see that. I'll send you the screenshot. Like
1: with like a cupful of ice melting yeah. in it. And oh yeah, god. making the color really washed out. Mm. Can you tweet a photo of that too? Yeah, definitely. So active on our Twitter account, <laughs> <laughs> our many followers will love it.
0: I know, my mom. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do you have any? What the fuck, key? Um, I mean, a little bit at Megan and Piraif are just kind of dipping out. Like, I, think, I think they have yeah. some cards to play, like you guys have already said when it comes to fighting even though the magical dagger was there and would probably have been i mean they were definitely in mortal danger because of that but really like two of you couldn't <laughs> stick around to fight a little bit longer so
2: I think they could have had wait more. i also have a sorry to interrupt i'm so sorry <laughs> i just remembered another question that i had like how is the police and everyone around hakan at the end of the episode and they don't realize that he's a fugitive. Like Istanbul's yeah. most wanted. That was I mean, I hope
0: it'll be clarified next episode, but like because the police have found a known terrorist fugitive with a bunch of man killing locusts, they think that he's telling the truth and they're not gonna put him in jail. Seems unlikely.
2: Very weird. I'm sorry, Ezge, that I interrupted you.
0: It's so okay, what you the fuck me. Istanbul police force. Yeah. <laughs> Like I said, um, it's no big
1: deal. That's I mean, We're, our friendship's just done. That's fine. <laughs> oh, God. So, no drama here. It's fine, guys. <laughs> I've never been dramatic in my life.
0: Just don't ask Sophia about a broom and we'll be fine. About,
1: <laughs> <laughs> about a broom? We, we yeah. do not need classes about brooms oh. taken care of.
2: The home, anything. Oh God! Shopping for groceries. <laughs> cooking. <laughs> Personal finance.
0: All right. So, thank you guys How to so make the much next for Google. listening. <laughs> oh God! All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, Next episode we're going to talk about is season two, episode four. Hopefully we'll find out more about Hakon's hot brother and also what the hell the police are doing. We are going to dedicate this episode to American football and to Sophia's new headset, which we all really appreciate because she sounds great. Thank you guys again. And (laughs) we'll see you next time.